At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Green Zone. Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on v the Sports Betting Network. We begin our number seven of the Green Zone here, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And oh my goodness, we have some serious drama going on in the Pacific Northwest. It is over out here in the desert. The Raiders get a 17-13 win over the Broncos. And right now, clock just tick, tick, tick. Eight minutes to go in Kansas City. All Chiefs all the time. They are up. 36 to 3. But the drama has been unfolding in the snowver. That game is definitely a snowover right now. And Seattle right now finds them finds themselves behind for the first time in a long time. Eric Edholm, tons of drama in this one. Update the people on what just happened. We risked a uh, nine-week streak of me having a crazy game ending, but, boy, this thing has gotten really interesting really fast. Nick Foles almost fumbles the ball away. He's able to recover the ball inside the red zone. You know, he can't quite get uh, Cole Komet for a touchdown. Then all of a sudden, he he finds uh, Jimmy Graham for the the score, makes it a one-point deficit. They decide to go for two. There's one minute left. Matt Nagy's fate is on the line. Why not? And Foles hits Demir Bird for an unbelievable grab in traffic, a toe tapper in the back of the end zone to take a 25-24 lead. Seattle now has the ball on their own 20-yard line. A lot of real estate to make up here. Myers, you know, missed the 39-yarder earlier. Only 42 seconds left. We've got a timeout now on the field as the Bears try to gather their defense to make one more stop. This has been a thriller and a pretty fun game as the snow has stopped, but the action has really heated up. Yeah, Eric, win, lose, or draw, uh, what a wild game you saw there. We're going to sign off with Eric for the day. Again, follow him on Twitter as I do at Eric underscore Edholm. Does a great job at Yahoo Sports as a writer there. So, again, the drama continues here. We'll keep you updated there. Certainly money line players there on Seattle and or mm-hmm. the Bears. Uh, 25, 24, 42 seconds to go. Yeah, you can still do the in-game money line at BetMGM. Bears minus $3, plus 230 on Seattle. Jason Myers' career long was last year 61 yards, but we have already seen him miss a 39-yarder mm-hmm. today. So Seattle very much up against it. Two timeouts left. Looks like second and 16 on about their own 25. So uh, Seahawks needing a big chunk at some point, and that's not going to do it there incomplete. Third and 16 now there for Russell Wilson and company. So two plays to get uh, third to get 16 yards. They do have two timeouts left, though. So let's see if they start and have to use those if they utilize some of the middle of the field. Let's go back out to David Gascon. It's all over out here in Las Vegas. David, boy, if you're, if you're a Bronco fan, you're thinking, we got one getaway today. 
It's it's the case, man, of the of the bad offense not getting anything done and not supporting a, a great defense. Uh, fortunately, my beer looks better than the Denver Bronco offense, guys. <laughs> There's just brutal. Uh, this is the third time this season that the Denver Broncos have held an opponent less than 20 points in a contest, and they've lost it. So it happened last week to Cincinnati. It happens this week, and the Raiders win it in a nail-biter. 17-13 was the score. Uh, it was third down and short. Raiders elected to go play-action pass, and Derek Carr, perfect one to Foster Moreau, got the first down, clinched this ball game. The Raiders have kept their faint playoff hopes alive. Uh, they're now 8-7 and seven in the regular season with a couple games remaining. I'll say this much, they were balanced today. I mean, Derek Carr, for all that he did through the air, got good complimentary ground games from uh, Peyton Barber and then, of course, Josh Jacobs, who had 129 yards in the affair. He did lose one fumble, but nevertheless, it was a balanced attack for the Las Vegas Raiders. And for all the drama that we talked about before this game started, Raiders losing a coach, losing a wide receiver to a tragedy, they're still alive, and that is a testament to what the guys are in the locker room and, of course, the leadership there with Derek Carr. So hats off to them. Yeah, got to give props to Rich Passaccia and Derek Carr specifically. Hey, might not be pretty, but they got the job done 17-13. David always gets the job done for us here. And also Fox right. Sports Radio, Bally Sports West. Follow him on Twitter at David J. Gascon. And that was a very important win for season win backers for the Raiders, over seven and a half. Go ahead and cash that ticket. Cash it away so the Raiders get that win. Right now, uh, we're seeing a procedure penalty against the Seahawks. Very significant because it is fourth and one, and now it is fourth and six. So Seattle's got one play to get six yards. They have one timeout, 31 seconds to go at their own 31-yard line. So everything hanging in the balance there. And you go, oh, my goodness, is Seattle going to go five and ten with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, I know yeah. Russell Wilson wasn't there for a lot of the year, but they're one play away from that happening. Yeah, there are two teams here that may be making coaching changes at the end of the season. I know we focus a lot on Nagy and Russell Wilson going to be stopped short, flag on the play, but it looks like the Bears have held and that they're going to go to 5-10 and ten, and Seattle 5-10. and ten, wow. uh, We'll see uh, if, if this is near call, in the end of the line with Pete Carroll, wait but a minute. there is a flag, so and, held the phone. And Seattle is pointing towards the Bears. The Bears are then pointing back to Seattle. So let's see what this call is because everything right now hangs in the balance with this call. It is a hold against the Bears. <laughs> and there, wait, there were two penalties, one against each. So replay fourth down. Let's do it again, boys. Yeah, well, uh, right now, fourth and six for the uh, Seahawks, I believe, on their own 32. They do have one timeout. So, look, this has got to be kind of a chunk play over the middle yeah. and hurry up and spike it and see if you can save that timeout. But well, The problem is they don't get the time back that yeah. ran off on the play. Yeah. So that so, was a long so play. So still 21 seconds right now. So basically you could try to work the sideline, but, man, I don't know if you're going to have enough plays to be able to do that. No. So let's see what happens there. Meanwhile, again, three and a half minutes ago in Kansas City, all that's in the balance there is the over-under with the Chiefs easily going to cover that 10 but 36 to 3, depending on the number you have here, this garbage touchdown might not be garbage either way. Russell Wilson incomplete. That ball game is going to end. The Bears, I say the Bears, re sign Matt Nagy. Extension for Nagy coming. Wait a minute. Now, hold Wait a on. second. Hold up. Wait on a minute. <laughs> the game that will never end, Wes. What's the call here? Unsportsmanlike oh, against the Bears. Be kidding me. Is this post possession though? We're gonna see if it's post possession, which it is, the Bears are gonna get this victory. So all that's gonna happen are knee downs uh coming here and the Bears. And I believe is that Bruce Irvin, the former Seahawk that got that called against him? I believe it is that got the unsportsmanlike maybe, conduct. Maybe he went after uh maybe said some things towards Pete Carroll. We don't know. Yeah, but... it was Bruce Servin, and you're right. On his post-possession foul, so Bears got to take some knees here. Okay, and the Steelers, by the way, fourth and four. So three minutes to go here at the 15-yard line. But again, everything that's in the balance here is the over-under. So can Ben Roethlisberger get that touchdown? He's going to zip it. They're going to get it. Yep. And that's going to get it to 36-9. to nine. Now, it's still not over. Mm -hmm. With my VCU education, 45 is the number now. Depending where you had a pre-flop, right, Wes? Mm -hmm. This extra point attempt, do they go for two? That all can still be in the balance here. Right, and uh, I'm going to need them to because I have the un I have the under here. It uh, 
45 and some 45 and a half as well. Took about both numbers. So going to need to go for two. Hopefully they don't send the kicker down. But obviously that field goal when they were trying to avoid the shutout. Oh, they're and they're going to go ahead and kick oh, it here. This, this, this is, if you've, if you've got the under in this one, yeah, and the kick and there is good. Went. So yep. 36 to 10. It's interesting. Look, I get it. The, the game's over, and now it's really over. Tank Williams, we bring you back in. So you sprinkle that team money over juice on it. But, boy, why not go for two there? Look, does it matter, I guess? I mean, that would be the other point, right? Just kick the, the field goal if you're Mike Tomlin. It's like, well, what do we care if we even get the two? Yeah, see, all the intrigue in the Bears and Seahawks game, like, didn't allow me to just tell Wes to take <laughs> off his jacket because I knew the sweat was coming. You could tell the way that the Chiefs were playing defense that they're about to get that garbage tub right there. And I mean, I understand, like, if you're looking at it from a gambling perspective, you'd be like, why not go? Why not try to get as many points on the board? But when you're looking at it from a football perspective, they're like, all right, this game is already lost. Yeah, we got a touchdown. We're going to keep playing to the uh, horn blows. But why go for two? Just go ahead and kick the field goal. Go ahead and kick it off. Let the Kansas City Chiefs run off the clock. Let's try to get back to Pittsburgh as quickly as possible. So, I understand the thought process when you're looking at it as far as like, hey, don't kick the field goal to send it over. But coach is not thinking about it like that. They're just going for the path of least resistance, which is why they kick the field goal. That's the worst position when you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because that PAT does cost me the under, but does get Steelers plus three and a half, 13 to 10 now in the second half. Ooh. So no more points. Let's just send it 36 to 10. So uh, we chop out, we lose some juice. Not, not, not the end of the world there if you get one and not get the under. I uh, get the other, but yeah, that that is interesting because you would not have gotten the Steelers unless they get that touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I wanted to get the under more because, of course, it did go out in our best bet email. Gotcha. So unfortunately, that loses for. Them. Uh, but I know that our producer Jacob Roach is not happy because he saw Ben Roethlisberger throw a touchdown pass. Hey, Tank, it's always great to have you on the program each and every week. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Tank Williams thirteen. Of course, a former DB in this league. I don't know how people play DB anymore, Tank. Have a great uh, rest of your weekend. We'll catch up with you again next week. All right, so there goes Tank Williams again. A, a wonderful job, as always. Again, we do have some games here in the last uh, couple of segments that we have here in the final hour, West, mm-hmm. And we'll break down, obviously, the Sunday night game uh, between the Cowboys and the Washington football team. And, again, that Monday night game that we just talked about with Jimmy Ott uh, in the last segment, very interesting because the line move and you understand it. But when you look at a guy like Taysom Hill, who wasn't even the starting quarterback at the beginning of the year, right? and Trevor Sivian, by the way, the backup, is also out uh, in, in the COVID protocol, so he is not available. So it really is Ian Book's show, right? Yeah. That we're going to see here. I'm a little surprised that it moved that much, but now I wonder if you'll see some residual effect come back towards the Saints. Well, I think you'll probably see the buyback at this standpoint. Just on middlers, if they got the Dolphins at the good number plus three, you got to wonder, okay, you know, at what point do we come ahead on Ian Book? This is not a very good Miami team. Right. And this is a low total, of course, at 37, 37 and a half. So that's, you know, more often than not, that's going to go ahead and favor the underdog, especially if you want to tease that up. So I can see some Saints teasers and perhaps some buyback as well. All right. So, by the way, the Steelers did not even attempt the outsides kick. This is like, just get the bus heated up mm-hmm. and get us to the airport and get us the hell out of here. Down 36 to 10 with 247 to go in that ball game. Much more coming up uh, on our night game and the Monday night game as well. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Save 50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting split showing you where the money is going on every single game. Sign up today. You're also going to get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. As we wrap up our number seven here on the green zone, but still not wrapping up all of the football games. Of course, we have one tonight with the Cowboys and the Washington football team. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And the Dolphins and the Saints, but the Steelers, Mason Rudolph yeah. in the game here. This is the ultimate garbage time as let's see if they try to run it out. They got the ball at their own 40. The reason why we bring this up, it's 36 to 10. And based on where you might have gotten that number, Mm-hmm. The over/under still very much in play. Well, uh, yeah, exactly, because I believe it did open forty-six and a half. So close 44, 44 and a half. So still, if you were the real early bird on this Ooh. one, before obviously all the news came out with uh, Hill and Kelsey maybe not being able to go early in the week. So two-minute warning in Kansas City, thirty-six ten Chiefs. Okay, so we'll keep you updated there as they did at least attempt to pass here with Mason Rudolph. So they will be trying to get points depending on where you might be on that side of the over or the under. When you look at the adjusted odds now that all of the games pretty much are decided, obviously we know Kansas City is going to get that win, and we know Dallas now has won the NFC East. So factor that into your equation here as you look at the NFC, and you look big picture here, and the Saints obviously with their game Monday night, the extreme long shot still on the board at 80-1. to The Vikings just a disheartening loss today to the Rams at 50-1. to the Eagles, a solid win today over the G-Men, where they easily cover at home, 30-1. to Niners are, were the chic pick before they stubbed their toe Thursday in Tennessee, still 16-1. to Cardinals uninspiring now at plus 900. We'll see what the Cowboys do. They can get their offense going. Rams looking a whole lot better now, as they might have the, uh, the, the front window now in that driver's seat here to win the NFC West. Buccaneers, with all their COVID issues and injuries, Still, big win today against uh, against Carolina, plus 300. And they're in the pack right there, the favorites at plus 200 here with the inside track for home field advantage. Yeah, and uh, just uh, I was just looking to see if these were actually live updated or if these were in the morning, so I didn't want to give out bad numbers or stale numbers here. But nevertheless, uh, Packers still the favorite, mm-hmm. and they were as of this morning, and it's still pretty much the same order. It was Packers, Buccaneers, Rams. And then Dallas, now Dallas officially in the playoffs, so partially a little bit of a cut there because they have clinched the division. I think it was kind of understood yeah. that they were going to get in no matter One what. One in their last then, three, uh, yeah. And then Arizona in the five spot. It was kind of the big five all year in the NFC, but I'm ready to drop Arizona from the, from the uh, big five. They don't look right. And ever since DeAndre Hopkins went out, yeah, you take that dynamic playmaker away, and Kyler Murray has looked pretty pedestrian. And I think, look, what I saw last night with Arizona against an Indianapolis team that was had everything against them, off a big win, and, you know, all the love they're getting in the media yeah. and whatnot, and then you have three offensive starters before the game, then another offensive line starter got hurt. So you had four offensive line starters of your regular group 
out during that game. You also had your leader on defense, Darius Leonard, out for the game. A couple other guys out due to not only injury but COVID-19. And just seeing Arizona, just a lot of, like, procedure penalties and a lot, you know. They they just don't look well coached. They don't look like they pay attention to detail at all. And there's a reason why, as was pointed out, that Cliff Kingsbury's bunch, you know, very hot to start the season. Mm -hmm. Then you get into this time of year, they start fading, and that's exactly what they're doing. So, Arizona, look, they are officially in the playoffs, by the way, so that those scenarios got handled early on. Rams do have one game lead in the division with two weeks left to play, but Arizona officially is going to be at least a wildcard team. So they are in, but, boy, I don't think that they're better than any of those other four teams. I don't think they're better than Green Bay. I don't think they're better than Tampa, the Rams, or the Cowboys. Well, it was an unpopular opinion that I held when they were undefeated 7-0 and and Kyler Murray was the favorite to win MVP. I didn't like either one of those scenarios. I thought this was a house of cards that might come down, no pun intended. Uh, But if they get Hopkins back, that would change my opinion. And again, we have to monitor his injury situation because he is expected to come back Mm -hmm. at some point. So if he can come back, maybe you might think you're getting a live player there at plus 900 here to still come out. I'm not one of those people, but that would certainly give you a little bit of hope. Watch the Cowboys tonight and see what they do offensively. And again, we have Steve Mackinac on every Wednesday in the Lombardi line gave some great numbers out as to why the Cowboys might be set for an offensive explosion. And I, I, that's what I'm waiting to see if that offense can catch up to the defense. That could start tonight. Mm-hmm. The Rams look like they're starting to hit on all cylinders. Their defense played well today. Obviously, they get a special teams touchdown. But Matthew Stafford, do you trust him? I watch him play, and I go, boy, three turnovers again today that the Vikings didn't capitalize on. I know I trust the two twelves, the one that resides in Tampa Bay and the one that resides mm-hmm. in Green Bay. So to me, it feels like a three-horse race here with the Packers, Buccaneers, and Cowboys. Well, I mean, and until the Rams, you know, can prove it in the playoffs, until Matthew Stafford really can prove it, everybody's going to say he can. It's like you're you're never going to win a major until you win one. That's it. So that's kind of the, the deal. The stigma with, stays for if you've been it, in the league double-digit years, right. It does. At, and, at some point, they're going to say. Was, and he was not at his sharpest today no. with turnovers. So, you know, that's got to be better. I still believe in this team, but – He's got to prove it, you know, so that's why, because he hasn't done it before, people are going to say that he can't do it. And, you know, I still think it's, I still think the Rams would be in that big four. I don't know if I'd go one, two, three. I still think that that top four is pretty much cemented Arizona, not only the Hopkins injury, but they didn't have Connor last night. Right. They didn't have Rondale Moore. They didn't have Andy Lee, which really hurt them on special teams because he is the usual holder. And we know Matt Prater. That second kick, though, he just flat out missed it in the fourth quarter. That wasn't the holders' problem, even though they did change holders. So, I, I mean, you're looking here. The 49ers were playing really good ball, but then all of a sudden. And it feels like they have the formula to do it. The 49ers mm-hmm. can run the mm-hmm. football, uh, you know, to have Jimmy G not make mistakes. But then he made a critical one uh, against Tennessee when they were up big in that first half, inexplicably throws the pick. And it changes the whole tone and tenor of the game. So it's those type of, of shifts that you look that Aaron Rodgers normally doesn't make and certainly Tom Brady normally doesn't make either. Right, exactly. So uh, 49ers obviously still very much in the playoff, Chase, even though that was a big loss on uh, Thursday night at Tennessee. So mm-hmm. just uh, kind of I'm trying to look at the updated order here for the playoffs. And uh, Green Bay, of course, they've clinched. The Rams have clinched. Tampa Bay, Dallas, Arizona. So there's that top five. San Francisco and Philadelphia now six and seven. New Orleans, if they can somehow win with Ian Book and his first ever start as a rookie quarterback, they can be eight and seven. Obviously, a tough loss for Minnesota, tough loss for Atlanta today. WFT still trying to uh, hang on. They pretty much have to win tonight, as Doc Walker said. Carolina, Chicago, Seattle, Giants, and Detroit officially done so. Uh, it is not over eight seconds to go in Kansas City, but what is over is the AFC West mm-hmm. race. And six straight years, Andy Reid. If you have that ticket, you can go ahead and cash it because Kansas City has won the AFC West for a team record six straight Remember time. when they were dead last in the oh, division wow. earlier in the season? And it's like, okay, this team this team just doesn't look very good right now. I think that they were like, uh, yeah, they were 3-3. Three and three. Then they lost to Tennessee, and they were 3-4. and four, And it's like, okay, this is the end of the Chiefs run. The, I saw so many tweets on social media. Chiefs are broken. Chiefs are broken. Broke. It's a long season. It's a long season. You never want to panic. Uh, they were three and four. Eight straight. Oh, by the way, now they're eleven and four. How about that? So again, they uh, win their eighth straight game here. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, Patrick Mahomes, sharing a, a thought here. 
uh, at midfield as the Steelers. It's a tough loss for the Steelers now, 7-7-1 seven, seven, and one in that AFC playoff picture there. But again, the Chiefs mm-hmm. right now looks like all things are going to go through Arrowhead after what we saw in Foxborough today with the Bills beating the Patriots. Got to yeah. feel like right there, that's going to be where it's going to go. Yeah, now one thing is Tennessee does have the outright win. Even though Tennessee still one game back, 10-5 yep. and five to the Chiefs, 11-4. and four. If there is a tie, it is head-to-head that is the first tiebreaker. And Tennessee, still, believe it or not, could get that number one seed if Kansas City stubs their toe. Current order, Cincinnati third right now, the AFC North leader, and also Buffalo fourth. So even though the Steelers lose this game, they're actually not done to win the division, albeit 7-7-1. and Now what they're going to need to do is win out, and they're going to need the Bengals to lose their last two. And that is amazing to think that Tennessee, without Derrick Henry, somehow is still in the mix for the number one. I mean, it's unlikely. You got to think that the Chiefs are going to be big favorites in the last two games to hold on and win, and everything's going to go through Arrowhead. But again, if they stub their toe and Tennessee can win out, which will be very tough the way we watch Tennessee win that football game against San Francisco, they're really struggling to move the ball offensively without Derrick Henry kind of getting it done with uh, some some gauze and some tape Mm -hmm. and some defense and some timely turnovers. So, you know, are they going to be a dangerous team? I think it's a two-seed. I don't think a lot of people would take them that seriously in the postseason. I think we're going to look as those Buffalo backers there, the Kansas City backers, and maybe the Bengals. Maybe the Bengals might be a team I'll people start to believe. Throwing a vote for the horseshoe as well. The Indianapolis Colts are as hot as anybody right now. Absolutely, but we're, for I was thinking possibly for divisional winners. Sure. But, oh, okay, uh, I out, thought you were talking about playoff. No, bracket. but outside of the division, you're right. I think uh, right there, the Colts. You see those adjusted numbers at plus eight hundred now, so they are getting some respect in the marketplace. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on Veasan, the sports betting app. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Check replays of all of our shows and download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. Get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, First Strike, and many more. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds here. About a half hour to go before uh, Brady Cannon and James Salinas pick it up for the rest of the night in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I do have a game that we'll talk to uh, talk about in just a little bit with the Cowboys and the Washington football team. That number, Washington was getting some money there. Looks like it's bouncing back up just mm-hmm. a little bit with the Cowboys here, well, up to around 9.5. I 10. wonder if betters are playing the angle, and by wonder, I mean not really. Washington has brought its custom-heated benches oh, yeah. to Jerry World on an 80-degree day with the game being played indoors. Washington uh, going to go ahead and bring in those heated benches. Uh, this from Ed Werder of ESPN. Cowboys risk it all with simple aluminum benches tonight. Uh, nine here at BetMGM. By the way, the, the uh, Washington football team brought those same benches to Philadelphia last week. Didn't work then either. Didn't work out very well then. Uh, the whole This whole thing started with the benches when the Cowboys brought theirs mm-hmm. to, uh, to Washington a couple weeks ago. So I love it. If this is how petty these teams are still going to be, I'm, I'm here for it. Bring late, it on. Late money, by the way, for Dallas now. Mm-hmm. This did go down at as low as nine. Now seeing some tens in the market, including ten and a half at BetMGM. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know necessarily if this is like a wise guy move or a Bob like maybe kind of a little bit of both here, kind of a bailout game. By the way, in terms of today's results, eight and three to the over, six and four favorites. I'm going to count basically Raiders as a pick 'em. Yeah. So they weren't really a favorite or an underdog. I'm gonna, just going to kind of average out the lines, but. Nevertheless, Dallas is starting to get some support. Uh, they clinched the division. Obviously, they're not sitting, guys, no, because no, no. they want to try to see what kind of seed they can get. No and maybe question. even can play their way into that number one seed. Probably need they, they definitely need some help in front of them. But currently seeing as high, 10.5. That's the market high at BetMGM right now for the Cowboys. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about a game we discussed with Jimmy Ott last hour down there at ESPN Baton Rouge. And that is tomorrow night with the Saints against the Dolphins. And the Saints now getting... Three points. Remember earlier in the week they were laying three, three and a half when Taysom Hill was going to be the quarterback, but then he and the backup Trevor Simeon uh, in COVID nineteen protocol, so they are unavailable for this game now. 
So you got to go to Ian Book at Notre Dame to make the start. Two and a half here at Betting MGM now. Are seeing some threes pop up here, though, uh, around Las Vegas. And it was interesting from what I noted from Jimmy in that he believes the passing game with Ian Book will actually be better mm-hmm. for Sean Payton and that offense. And you know Sean Payton does not want to just run Kamara and you know dummy this game down for Ian Book. I'm not saying he's going to be lights out and let the kid fly. That number 37, with Jimmy's assertion that the passing game is going to be better, what do you make of that number? Does it feel a little bit low to you? You know, could be, but I think the reason why it is low is because Miami, if you look at what they have done over the last six games, five of the last six opponents got held to 17 points or less. Now let's give some context to that because uh, Miami, they started out 1-7 and after that loss to the Bills on Halloween. But ever since then... They have six wins in a row, 17-9 to nine over the Texans. Remember that game where there was nine combined turnovers, but nevertheless, Miami win. They got it done on a short week on Thursday night, 22-10 to 10 over the Ravens against the Lamar, who had not really looked right, right really all year long. And then they go ahead and beat the Jets on the road, 24-17, beat the uh, Cam Newton-led Carolina Panthers, 33-10. to 10. Then they beat the Giants with Mike Glennon starting 20-9, to 9. And then they beat the Jets 31 to 24. So basically what I'm saying, Miami has only beaten one team with a winning record in this stretch. So look, this has probably moved a little bit too much, not only on the spread. I mean, I think the Saints teaser with a low total is a very good play. If you want, now you're limited. You got to tie it in something tonight if Mm -hmm. you have not played it already. But your Saints teasers, if you have them as a second leg, I think they should absolutely be live here. And Almost at this number, I would only play the Saints in terms of the spread. There's a lot of threes out there, including at BetMGM. I would only play New Orleans. Now, Miami was a consensus in the uh, various contest plays around town simply because, you know, I think one of them had them plus three and the other had them pick them. So even if you take the worst of those two, that's still three points of closing line value. Now, that's what you want to get most of the time. Doesn't mean you're necessarily guaranteed to win, but... That's certainly why you see those popular when you get those line variances, even though probably the best contest strategy is to go ahead and avoid those games altogether. It is interesting when you lay out the Dolphins in this run. It's Look, this is an incredible run. When you're 1-7, mm-hmm. and again, even though it's meager competition, you can only play the guys on your schedule, and you win them all six in a row here to get to 7-7, seven and seven, and now you're favored to go 8-7. and seven. I know we don't really necessarily include them in this AFC playoff picture. They win tonight, or excuse me, tomorrow night. They will be yeah, right there in that mix at eight and seven. I look at Tua Tungavailoa and the offense here, and Brian Flores, of course, a Bill uh, Belichick disciple coming over mm-hmm. from New England. Is he building something here, Wes? Is this something here that they have a blueprint that they say, you know what we're going to do? We play defense like New yeah. England did, yeah. and we're going to ask our quarterback not to screw it up. And that's how we win six in a row. One thing I'll say for the Dolphins, and I noticed this last year when they were bad. They give you an honest effort every single week. They signed up to play the full week every single week of the season, and they do try hard. You never really see this team mail it in necessarily, and uh, I think that that's part of the culture that they're establishing down there. Now, they have to develop this quarterback. Tua shows flashes sometimes, yep. but also shows like, oh. how the hell is he starting in this league? So Miami, 7-7. Seven and seven. You never apologize for wins, albeit it was against an easy stretch of the schedule here, but... Looking at what they have, if they can get that win tomorrow, you still got two toughies remaining. You still got to go to Tennessee and win against a team. Still very much alive for the number one seed, even though Kansas City kind of looks like the glass of the field right now. But only one game back and has a head-to-head win over Kansas City. Then you get New England at home, and we've talked about that several times. They did That's win week always one. always a deaf spot, seemingly. And they won at New England week one. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it is... It's odd, but it feels like Brian Flores, maybe because he worked intimately with Bill Belichick, clearly knows, has an idea of what the hoodie wants to do. If it comes down to that game here for a playoff spot, it, look, they were a 10-win team and didn't make the postseason. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Brian Flores has not had this team at least winning right. meaningful football games down the stretch. Yeah. So I look at it now and I go, all right, maybe laying two and a half is too much with Tua against anybody, let alone at New Orleans. It's not going to be easy on a Monday night. I'll be very curious to see what they look like in prime time.
because they, they feel like a team not ready for primetime. Mm-hmm. We're going to get our first real glimpse at them tomorrow night. Yeah, and when I was talking about Flores in terms of the culture, I meant like two years ago when they were 5-11. and 11. Yeah. They were not a very good team, but they played hard every single week, and that's why they were always a live underdog, 10-6. and six. But now the game done changed. You got the expectations where it's like, okay, you're expected in a primetime spot to go win on the road. That's sometimes a really tough situation for a team to be able to do that. That's not used to these type of spots. So that's why I could sponsor, absolutely, if you don't have it already, a Saints teaser leg. And at the current number, I would only be on New Orleans or nothing. And again, 37. That is not uh, you know, a misprint on your screen there. 37 NFL total. Monday Night Football, as Jimmy Ott said, indoors too. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about conditions. They just do not out here in the desert expect a lot of points in this game. Again, with Ian Book getting that start. And again, Tua Tungavailoa. Sometimes he is painful to watch. Sometimes he can be dynamic with his legs. The arm sometimes can be an issue for Miami, but that's a 7-7 seven and seven football team. And New Orleans is not exactly dead in the water in the NFC, but it, it feels like it would take a, a small miracle with the quarterback situation. They yeah, they're going to need some help, obviously. But you look at some of these teams that are, like, right in front of them. Philadelphia, San Francisco, 8-7. and seven. Uh, In Minnesota, did drop one. Atlanta did win to go to 7-8. and eight. So... New Orleans doesn't really have that many more notches to rise up the charts here no. to still be able to get into the playoffs. So uh, they did lose head-to-head to Philadelphia, though, so that's the edge the Eagles have over them. Yeah, that was a, that was a, a early on in the season here, earlier, a couple weeks ago, where they had a real opportunity, got blown out in Philadelphia. Bad loss there for Sean Payton and company on the road. So, again, right now, depending on uh, – Ben MGM has them right now two-and-a-half Miami. And, again, that line opened Miami three-and-a-half so there's a six-point swing knowing that uh, both Simeon and Taysom Hill will be out, but Alvin Kamara will be playing. You can expect a lot of checkdowns, you would assume, from Ian Book to uh, to number 41. Yeah, because you got to think the running package. Because Ian Book was a very good runner at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. for those that don't remember. But I'm with Jimmy on. I think the passing should be a little bit better. Uh, one quick detour before we hit the break. Of course, there were a couple of bowl games yes. that were canceled due to COVID-19 mm-hmm. with problems with one or even both of the teams. Fenway Bowl is off. The Military Bowl is off. And now Miami looks like they are not going to be able to participate in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. That's on New Year's Eve. So obviously check your social uh. media and check these because it is tough to bet these bowl games already with all the opt-outs and whatnot. And it's even tougher when you don't even know if the games are going to be played. So, National semifinal is still on for Friday. Those are still on as far as we know. Woo! Let's hope at least we get Cincinnati and Alabama and Michigan and Georgia. That is for sure. Okay, when we come back, we will talk about the Sunday night football game as they're getting loose down there in Big D. Cowboys are officially NFC East champions. What will they have for Mojo tonight against the Washington football team? We'll discuss when you come back with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. King of Sportsbooks welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game. If any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use bonus code VEASAN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Wrapping things up here on the Green Zone with Wes Reynolds. I am Dave Ross. We have one more game to get to tonight. The Cowboys right now taking some money mm-hmm. against the Washington football team here as they get ready for Sunday night kickoff. Yeah, and also uh, we haven't really talked about the total a lot, but the total seeing some under support, and I think there's some reasons why, and I want to point that out before we get kicked off here. Cowboys, uh, no Tyron Smith uh, tonight at left tackle, yep. and you've actually seen them score less when Smith is out of lineup. They're only averaging 22.3 in the four games that he has not been able to go at left tackle. And also, Bill Vitovich is the referee tonight. I sent out a tweet the other day. There's a column from Rick Gosselin, who used to write for the Dallas Morning News for many years. The crew that throws the least penalties in the National Football League is the one led by Bill Vinovich, who will be your referee tonight. I think in terms of a run, Bill Vinovich's games have gone under 60% of the time, basically, over the last, like, I think uh, I think there was like 130 games total, so basically close to the last 10 seasons or the last eight seasons. So you've seen a lot of that, and then plus I think you have to look at where the Cowboys' offense is right now. Before Dak got hurt in that game against New England, this was an offense that was averaging 34.2 points a game, 460 total yards, 27 first downs. On average in the first six games ever since the injury, remember he missed three weeks, weeks 9 through 15 post-injury Dak, 25 points a game, 351 yards a game, only 19 first downs in those seven games that he is back. So, you know, maybe now is the time where he finally gets over it. But I think the key culprit, it isn't just that Dak has not been fast to get off from that injury. It's the fact Tyron Smith has missed four games. C.D. Lamb missed a game, and then he's been in and out, Mm kind of banged up a little bit. Amari Cooper's missed two games. He was out and in and out of three others. Michael Gallup didn't come back to week 11. Zeke Elliott, the knee hasn't necessarily been 100%. And then Tony Pollard, uh, I think it was that Giants game where he missed. Was it the Giants game in New York where he missed with that foot injury? Now, everybody's going to be all hands on deck except for Tyron Smith. But that is a big loss there for the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely is. And again, as we look and kind of extrapolate that now that the Cowboys are, in fact, NFC East champions. So they've already won this division now as a 10-win football team. And again, trailing the Packers here. Looks like, again, the Packers, uh, the inside track here to go ahead and get that number one seed. Right now, though, when you just look at the odds at BetMGM for the Super Bowl winner, the favorite right now, the Chiefs, Mm -hmm. plus 400, followed by the Buffalo Bills in the AFC at plus 850, the Patriots, the third favorite, at plus 1,600. And then the Packers, of course, with that inside track, they are the NFC favorite at plus 450, followed by the Buccaneers at plus 600, the Rams at plus 900, and then the Cowboys at plus 1,200. Mm -hmm. So, okay, if you like the longer odds, you would say maybe the Cowboys, the Colts, by the way, plus 1,800. And the reason why... We don't have them listed yet. We don't know who's going to win the AFC East between the Bills and the Patriots right now. It's an easier track, obviously, for divisional winners because you're going to play at least one home game versus as a wild card, you're more you're going to have to go on the road. This is the first year, by the way, that the number one overall seed in each conference will be the only teams to get the bye. So that number one seed 
is huge. It used to be the number two, one and two seeds. Mm-hmm. Now it's just the number one seed. So with that new information that we have, obviously, in the new system, the way it's set up here, let me just start in the AFC. Does What happened with Buffalo the first time they matched up in Kansas City? Were they, they didn't win. They destroyed right. the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Does that give you more feeling that, hey, we can do this? They lost in the AFC title game to Kansas City last year after having a 9 nothing lead, and they got blown out the rest of the way. They flipped the script the second time around. Which team would you favor if that is a scenario that plays out? I'd still favor Kansas City because they're likely to get them in Arrowhead Stadium here. But you did mention that Sunday night game, and that was kind of like the Bills were like the first team, I think, because the Chiefs, I believe they had started, what were they? Uh, I think that was a week three matchup, if memory serves me early, Early in there, but there's the first yeah. one to kind of say, all right, we're going to play yeah. that bend, don't break. We're going to force turnovers from Mahomes. Yeah, and they the Chiefs, did that. The Chiefs were uh, two and two at that standpoint, but you're like, yeah, okay, two and two, you know, right. maybe they'll flip the switch and get right. They're just a little rusty or whatever excuse you can make for them. <laughs> Nevertheless, it was really Buffalo that kind of laid the game plan and like the blueprint for the rest of the league where everybody started to decide, okay, we're going to play those two high safeties and we're going to, you know, make you run the ball right. and make Mahomes go underneath. And uh, that score, by the way, on October 10th was 38-20 to 20 in that AFC title rematch. Kansas City got held to five yards of play. Buffalo ran 25 less plays and still outgained them by about 50 yards. So that's what you saw. And then, of course, the four turnovers made that more of a lopsided score yes. because we know Mahomes, the turnover luck has kind of been a little bit opposite of what it was last year. So the Bills know that they can go ahead and do it. But I do think one thing is this Chiefs defense is a lot different ever since you got Chris Jones back on the inside. You add Melvin Ingram. This front four has been one of the best in the National Football League. They got some guys back healthy. They got Willie Gay back there at linebacker. Juan Thornhill now playing more reps at safety than Daniel Sorensen, who kind of gets picked on a little bit, but he was the one that made the play at the Mm -hmm. end of the first half against the Chargers that prevented them from scoring on last week on Thursday night football. So this defense is just really coming together. And I know, I know Pittsburgh's offense is a corpse, but still (laughs) you held them to 10 points and you only held them to 4.3 yards of play, 303 yards. A lot of that was garbage time too. Mason Rudolph had a big scramble at the end. Chiefs were playing soft and underneath. That's what led to the one touchdown that Pittsburgh got. That's a great point. I mean, the Steelers, again, we saw what they did in the second half against Minnesota where they went up and down the field. And they've done that from time to time here. They could do absolutely nothing all when when the game was in the balance, literally until midway through the fourth quarter. They had absolutely nothing today. The Chiefs playing Chris Jones inside makes a big difference with that defense. The Bills, and again, you know, it's funny because everybody looks at the, at the Chiefs and goes, well, they got off to that slow start. Now they've won eight in a row. We also forget, like, the, the Bills got shut out in week one at home to those same Steelers. Mm-hmm. Right, so again, everybody's going to have those clunkers. Right. That you're going to have over no, course no, of a seven. No, but that's right. the thing. Nobody is great in the NFL. Right. There is not one team that's like, okay, they're the team to beat because it could switch every single week. Like when I was in here on Thursday for Odds On with Mike Palm, Mike every Thursday afternoon does the top five, like his top five rated teams, and he rated Green Bay number one, and I'm like, I can't really argue with him because I don't think that they're the best team, but I can't tell you that they're not. You know, because you could say the Chiefs are the best team. You could say the Buccaneers, although you probably wouldn't rank them number one right Right. now simply because of the health issues and the injuries. They got it done against Carolina. But can you beat a real team when you're really that shorthanded? I'm right there with you when I analyze the Packers and I go, yeah, they're a 12-1 team. They're really good. But are you scared? Of going to play we the Packers? We saw yesterday. I felt – did you see how Cleveland was running the ball without three offensive Cleveland line starters? And they got 8.8 yards of carry. Now they were throwing it late when they just needed three. It's like, okay, 8.8 yards of carry. Let's go ahead and throw it. Uh, <laughs> I like Kevin Stefanski, but yes. I did question uh, – that's a bold strategy, Cotton, yes. with the guy that threw three interceptions and not run the ball when you're you're running like the Pony Express up these guys' <laughs> backsides. And then you don't go ahead and run the ball late to get a three-pointer to get the win. So, you know, Green Bay, they've been living right this year. And look, sometimes when you get get on a Super Bowl run, you need breaks. And Green Bay certainly has gotten them this season. Very quickly, I've got a couple minutes here to go. One other long shot that I do want to bring up, just because of what we saw today with a guy that threw over 500 yards, and that would be Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Could I interest you in the Bengals right now? you got to win the whole kit and caboodle here. Mm Mm-hmm. At plus 2,500 to be your Super Bowl win. Now, I think people that are looking for long shots are going to look right in that direction when a guy 
you know, gets 500-plus yards, uh, Joe Burrow. And, you know, look, for comeback player of the year, it's like it's already guaranteed to Dak. What about this guy who got hurt in his rookie season and throwing for 500 yards? That could be a and, very interesting conversation Yeah, I think down maybe those, when we get into that sometime during this week on Visa, and I think those numbers are really going to narrow, especially if Dak is kind of like, you know, just underwhelming. Yeah, yes. exactly right. Oh, by the way, I, I saw uh, some places Micah Parsons is minus fifty thousand to be defensive rookie. Of now the nobody's going to catch him. That that's a wrap. So we don't 50, discuss 000. that one. Don't don't need to put that one up on the board. Uh, and by the way, plus three hundred to win defensive a player of the mm-hmm. year. Forget rookie of the year. So uh, Micah Parsons got another statement potentially to make tonight. As we close up the uh, show here, minus ten or ten and a half at BetMGM on Dallas. Total is getting bet. 46 at BetMGM. Starting to see some 45-and-a-half show for a lot of the reasons that I talked about at the beginning of the season. All right. So even though the division is wrapped up bragging rights, certainly, with the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys tonight, and they got New Orleans and Miami tomorrow night down there in the Big Easy. Don't go anywhere because Brady Cannon and James Salinas are going to take over for us. Hope you enjoyed seven hours with Wes and I right here in the Green Zone, week number 16 of the NFL. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.